you, 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 you are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. All right, welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. I'm BJ Impact. I got Simon Street, Sin City, Steve. We're here with you. We don't have Matt Michaels as he is attending at tonight's an FSW show. Of course, we record these on Sunday, uh, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So there's a show going on tonight. And by the way, if you want to know just a little bit about more about FSW, yes, it's a Las Vegas um, indie-based wrestling uh, organization, but it's um, it's awesome to check out just what they're doing. And if you you kind of want to listen to some of the insights of what it takes to get to that level of pro wrestling, it's um it's really awesome. Every uh, I want to say Friday now it's being released, but you know if you make sure you follow us, you'll see them come on your podcast. It'll say that the Falco Files. Even listening to old uh, episodes would be something that you would enjoy. Um, I'll throw out a couple of names that uh that come from there. How about Zoe Starks? Do you know who Zoe is? <laughs> uh, Chris Bay. Are you familiar with Chris Bay? How about Karrion Cross? Are you familiar with him? So, you know, and I'm sure we can uh, we can name a few others, but the bottom line is... Max Dupree. <laughs> there you go. You know? So if you want to see kind of where the, the humble beginnings in, in, and hey, maybe, in fact, maybe you're a person that, that feel you got it to be in a ring. You don't know where to start. Uh, Future Stars of Wrestling is a great place. If you want to know more, just make sure you're on our podcast. You look for the DeFalco Files, and you get to listen to the creator, owner, Joe DeFalco. I think I got it right that time. All right. I hope so. I hope so. This will be like a third week, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, guys, welcome to our three count. If you're watching this live, make sure you throw all your comments in. We're on YouTube live, Facebook, and Twitch, all right? Make your comments and uh, put them into, your, uh, into the comment box. We try to get it in as we see fit. We got three great topics for you tonight. And we're going to get right into it right now. It's time. Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting present. One, two, three. Count talk. Count talk, baby. All right, let's get into our first count. One. WWE announces the impending launch of NXT Europe final NXT UK event to be Worlds Collide on September 4th. Now, this is from Fight Full.com. All right. This is how it reads. NXT is expanding and it's in its next move is to take over the whole continent of Europe. The plan for WWE NXT has always been global expansion. Prior to the restructuring of the brand in 2021, there was once major plans for an NXT India. However, the structure of WWE began behind the scenes continues to change in the wake of Vince McMahon retirement. And WWE has officially announced its plan to launch NXT Europe. As reported by Fox News, the NXT UK brand will go on hiatus for several months as NXT Europe prepares to launch the final event, 
will be NXT Worlds Collide on Sunday, September 4th, 2021 at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Okay, now. That's a typo, 2022. Okay, I thought it was, but I'm, okay, yeah. Thank you. Uh, From WWE, it says, from Stanford, Connecticut, today, WWE today announced that the NXT brand will grow internationally with the creation of an all-new NXT Europe with the launch plan for 2023. Quote, Following the success of our live events and talent identification efforts throughout all of Europe, we believe this is the perfect time to expand NXT beyond the UK, end quote, said Shawn Michaels, WWE Vice President of Talent Development Creative. Launched in 2016, NXT UK has received critical acclaim and developed WWE main roster talent such as Rhea Ripley, Dewdrop, Gunther, and Butch. NXT Europe will reimagine the brand as its talent pipeline with a pan-European focus. Now, prior to the debut of NXT Europe, Worlds Collide, a premium live event featuring NXT and NXT UK superstars, will be presented live on Sunday, September 4th at 4 p.m. Eastern on Peacock in the U.S. and the WWE Network everywhere else. Recently, NXT UK superstars such as Gallus, Tyler Bate, we forgot to uh, mention him in our our last show, and Blair uh, Davenport appeared on NXT 2.0 television with Bate even having a stare down with Braun uh, Breaker. According to the report, the internal plan for NXT Europe is to reimagine the brand and talent pipeline with a new focus on all of Europe. Now, Shawn Michaels, who is in charge of NXT, explained his excitement for the expansion and want to expect moving forward while being interviewed on Fox. Quote, So some of it, like everything with WWE and NXT, that pipeline is always fluid. It's going to be one of those situations where we're going to have a lot of representation going into worlds collide. Michaels told Fox News Digital, quote, it's what NXT has always been, and that is a pipeline for WWE and support of Raw and SmackDown. That process is going to continue. We're going to use the the UK talent that we can to go into worlds collide and keep the representation out there for as long as we can. As we move things over here in the process, we'll make all those decisions in 2023 about who's a part of NXT Europe and who continues to stay here in NXT in hopes of getting a main roster call-up. Michaels also noted in an interview that he would like to go to Vince with this brand new. He has uh, with with this brand new. He also wants to hit up Paris, France, and Germany as well. We will have more on this new brand's launch as more details are known. Okay, good info there. So this was yours, uh, Sin City. Tell me, man, what's your thoughts on uh, WWE taking over Europe? So I think that this is, it's bittersweet largely because of one main, one main thing. And I'm hoping that they just re uh, they reimagine the championship and they continue to use it in a different way. Um, as far as, you know, maybe they get the, the word, like the actual wording changed on the belt, mm-hmm. but that NXT UK championship is the most beautiful belt in all of WWE. And it's a shame if that belt just goes away. Um, elsewhere, though, um, I, I found it very interesting that uh, Tyler Bate came out and confronted Braun Breaker mm-hmm. with the NXT UK Championship that he hasn't even won on TV yet. Oh. <laughs> there was a tournament that was taped, and Tyler Bate was obviously involved in the tournament, and spoiler alert, goes on to win the tournament. But those episodes haven't aired yet. Wow. And so they had him come out with the title 
and it's not even canon that he has the title yet. I wonder what made them do that. They don't usually make mistakes like that. They usually don't. They usually don't fuck things up like that. Yeah. But realistically, um, I think that this is going to allow uh, for there to be a larger spotlight on a lot of these UK talents mm -hmm. and a lot of the, uh, you know, the talents like Tyler Bate and Gallus and, mm -hmm. you know, the standouts from the UK brand. Um, this okay. article, this article had mentioned specifically, you know, the, the uh, people that had come out of NXT UK, Rhea Ripley, Dewdrop, Gunther, Butch. Um, it's, it's proven that they have success being able to take, indie talent from the uk and you know get them to work a wwe style get mm -hmm. more familiar with the cameras and all that kind of fun stuff get their timing down and then you know when the time's right they'll make an appearance and if you are one of those names that i just mentioned you know you're doing it in front of millions of people right so this is this is a definitely a right step in, a step in the right direction i should say um i was uh I was worried when, you know, everything was going on. UK talents weren't quite sure what was going to happen next, um, thinking that they were just going to completely shelve the brand. In all actuality, it looks like as if, you know, it's going to be rolled into NXT Europe and NXT Europe versus NXT. Their first pay-per-view premium live event is Worlds Collide on September 4th at 4 p.m. Eastern. Any idea what else is going on <laughs> on September 4th at 8 p.m. Eastern? Yeah. Lord of the Rings? That's right. No. AEW All Out. <laughs> I know. So wow. Hunter is back for revenge. He's back for blood. And <laughs> this will do nothing but keep AEW on their toes. And I'm all for it. Because as we said initially, when AEW was the shiny new toy in the toy box, Competition is great for the business. We had a three-year period where AEW was the shiny new toy. All right. Now, WWE has that extremely rare opportunity to be that shiny new toy in the toy box. Let's see how uh, how Hunter and the crew take advantage of it. Well, you know, Tony Khan, we, 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 we was having a discussion when after the takeover of, uh, of well, I want to say takeover, but when pretty much Triple H uh you know they'd take the rollover and one of the things that, that that was mentioned was you know Vince McMahon really didn't come after AEW he let him say whatever do whatever blah 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 but you don't know how Triple H or Stephanie McMahon are going to be they may be totally different they may be like we're going right at you and that could I'm be bad you. business for AEW you know yep. and of course not not, not to also forget with this whole Warner situation that's been going on, uh, you know, I don't know, you know, <laughs> it's sometimes it's never good to poke the bear, right? Simon Street, I'll let you jump right in. Oh, go ahead. You look like you was going to mention something right quick, Sin City. No, I, I was just going to yeah. say, regardless, the winner in all of this is going to be us, the professional wrestling fan. Yeah. Because we are going to see these brands step their game up to where it should be consistently on a weekly basis. Yeah. This is going to keep them accountable. So yeah. it's going to be 100. it's going to be a great time. Simon Street. I mean, so we're about to um, you know, they put on this past week uh Gallus, uh Tyler Bate, uh Blair Davenport, so we began to see some of the uh 
the NXT, uh, you know, some of the uh, the UK uh, stars come through. So is this? What do you think? Uh, do you think this is going to be a good look as they begin to build the brand for the European expansion? I think it's overdue. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put that on notice right now. And as far as NXT uh, UK, they've been coming through. Uh, I think the one biggest thing that I think uh, Sin City was kind of mentioning is, is, is well, at least what I'm looking at, this is, is, is the true restructure to better elevate um, UK talent, but not even just UK talent. Because when I was kind of looking at it, the, the roadmap's going to include some people from India, even though they didn't do NXT India. Don't be surprised to see people, you know, India come up there. I believe South America, possibly maybe to some degree um and if you look at nxt uh uk right now there are a couple people from japan who happen to live in 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 the united kingdom so i'm and i'm saying that in the sense of maybe you know where their visas are might be in the uk i don't know i don't know what their whole situations are right but you're seeing representation you know in the old country shall we say right in the old world which is good because wwe uh has uh the know-how, the blueprint to be able to structure these things. I think that with the new regime, I think that you're going to see more of a focus on this. Do I think it was already part of the plan before the Vince McMahon debacle thing? Possibly. But do I think they're going to go all in? Yes. Do I think the right people that, um, you know, have a little bit more control and say so know how they want to take this? I think that, again, I'm going to use it, like I've said before, Triple H is a constant gardener. and He's planted those seeds long time ago wwe has planted those seeds a long time ago and now they're going to make good on it um and also too let's be real you want to talk about how you know competition is great and it keeps people accountable this is also something too that <clears throat> not saying aew ain't got that you know because they're just trying to get out the gates and survive and, and get their own structure going but this shows what wwe is in just a big bigger picture you see what i'm saying Imagine if five years from now, all right, they totally got this structured out. You're seeing basically WWE across the pond, something that we want to tune in, right? We want to tune in to see what's happening because not too many people was tuning into NXT UK, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes people would get it. And I've always heard the same statement. Man, I really don't watch NXT UK, but I saw it. That was really good. They're going to be changing that. I guarantee that's going to be one thing that they're going to change. They're going to make it to where every time that you tune in, you want to see it. Mm-hmm. When that crap comes on, uh, they're, they're low up. No, I won't say crap, but their commercial for uh, NXT UK comes on. People are going to start seeing it or start streaming over there to, mm-hmm. to Peacock to see it. Worlds Collide is going to be amazing. I, 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 uh, I'm, I hope that they get enough structure and enough exposure for people stateside to really be invested and want to watch it. Um, you know, because you know, since it's even right, it's it's leader is it's putting a it's putting a flag. So okay, AEW, I see you, but let me tell you right now, not only are we creating shit, we bringing that heavy because the competitors at you right now with NXT UK, a lot of these competitors been going hard. I've said for a long time, a lot of them could come over to NXT before it was 2.0, the black and gold, and really, really, really look great so i'm excited yeah i can leave it at that gotcha good stuff all right let's go into uh count two and this one is 
WWE TV has more wrestling since Triple H took over creative. Now, this is from scscoops.com, and this is how it reads. Triple H is putting the, quote, wrestling, end quote, back in WWE. When Vince McMahon retired from WWE in July, his son, Paul Triple H, Levesque, replaced the ex-chairman as head of creative. As both of the head of creative and talent and head of talent creative, Triple H has implemented several changes, bringing back several superstars released under the previous regime. The change in WWE management has also had an impact on entering action as the wrestling as the world and world wrestling entertainment has become more prominent. Since the quote king of kings, end quote, took over as head as WWE's creative department, there has been a notable uptake in the amount of wrestling fans used to see. And data from Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics reveals that in four weeks of Raw since Triple H took over, there has been an increase in the number of minutes dedicated to wrestling per hour. The most action-packed Raw was August 1st, 2022 episode of The Red Brand, which saw 26 minutes of wrestling per hour, totaling one hour and 18 minutes of in-ring work over the three hours. In the data, the show with the lowest amount of wrestling, as was April 4th Raw, the night after WWE WrestleMania 38, which averaged 12 minutes of in-ring action per hour or 36 minutes in total. For SmackDown, the most action-packed episode was July 29th, 2022 show the go home event before SummerSlam, which had 25 minutes of wrestling per hour or 50 minute total. The worst offender was July 8th episode of the first SmackDown after money in the bank 2022, which saw seven minutes of wrestling per hour, 14 minutes across the entire show. WWE fans have been eager to see what this quote new era brings with triple H serving as the new head of talent relations. He's already brought back several performers, including Dakota Kai, Eo Sky, Hit Row, Karrion Cross, and Scarlett as head of creative. It's encouraging that we've already seen more in-ring wrestling per week. All right, over to you, Simon Street. This was your article. Triple H bringing more wrestling back to WWE. This must be an excitement for you and wrestling fans, eh? Uh, without a doubt, without a doubt. And I wish that you could have like shared the screen of that in that article. They showed a graph, but you did a great, eloquent job of spitting all that out to us. I'm sure everybody could hear it and understand it clear and concise. Outside of that, I'm going to be honest. Uh, this is just proof in the pudding. You know, um, I'm always going to I'm going to try and echo the sentiment of Sin City Steve when he says, you know, don't assault my intelligence. And then that was something that even long ago. Uh, me and him, that was one of the number one points we both agreed on just 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 from having conversations when we talk about WWE, because I felt like my intelligence was being assaulted. And it even goes back as far as, you know, that little guy. What was the guy that says uh, S.O.F.T. Soft? What was his name again? <laughs> I forget his name because he really isn't irrelevant. But that guy right there. Yeah, he was a great mouthpiece on the mic. But when you saw him wrestle, it's, it wasn't believable. But you was pushing that guy to the moon to a certain extent. There's been other people that WWE in the past have pushed to the moon. Yeah, you might have some good mic skills, but when I see you in the ring, it's not exciting. It's not engaging. And, uh, you know, it just kind of proves, hell, even this last, it's evident with Raw. We, we, you know, when we tape these shows, wrestling talk, you know, we do it side by side. We talked about rest, about Raw, how they, like these matches that we saw this past Monday night, was fire because they picked the right people to go the distance. And it was great. The pacing was great. The spots were great. 
I've seen tweets within this week period, uh, and I can't quote it, and I tried to find it on my computer, but I'm sorry. It was basically Kevin Nash talking about uh, how Triple H, like certain spots, like hold, trying to hold on to the rope, trying to make things delay. Like mm-hmm. lots of veteran wrestlers who understand this business. And Triple H is not just been called the game because he understands, it's because he has been a student of the game. He was the guy that was listening to a lot of the old cats back in the day, picking up stuff, sponging it. That's why Vince picked him up. He was the one that was staying out, first to come in, last to get out. When they had the creative meetings, he was always there. This, if anything, this shows that when you put in the time and you have the drive and you put in the practice, great things come. And as we've all said, man, it's a great time to be a wrestling fan, especially a WWE fan. Thank you so much. Yeah, like this was a great way to kind of illustrate it. And that's why I really picked this out because I really looked at this front to back. And I was like, you damn right. And then I started thinking back to some of the matches watching. Like, maybe that's the reason why. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, again, the proof is in the pudding, man. I mean, uh, it was a great article to read. And uh, I'm super excited for what WWE is going to bring because we definitely are seeing more wrestling, uh, which is I think we all love. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Sin City, man, yeah, just looking at this chart is pretty interesting just to kind of see uh, – uh, just how much wrestling, I guess, we wasn't getting. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess I just never paid too much uh, too attention to it. But, uh, man. That July 8th episode of SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah. Seven. <laughs> so what was happening all the rest of that time? We were just getting promo after promo? Vignettes and promos. And, wow. Um, yeah. Building storyline. Because now keep in mind, that was the day after one of their PLEs. So it was yeah. the day after Money in the Bank. Yeah, the, got the show you. following Money in the Bank. Yeah. Still, yeah, man. Uh, like, all right. No, like it, for you to have a two-hour show and only give us a total of fourteen minutes worth of wrestling in yeah. the in those those two hours in that one hundred and twenty minutes, only getting a total of fourteen minutes of wrestling. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I got so, you. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, ultimately, of course, it all goes back to, you know, what kinds of things that you look for and what kinds of things you value individually and what type of a fan you are. You know, if you love uh, the the character building promos, if you love the backstage vignettes, if you love all that kind of stuff, that's cool. That's completely fine. And I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to piss in your cornflakes, but you know, I personally, I watch wrestling shows for the wrestling. Sure. Uh, I watch, I watch the shows for the in-ring content Yeah. and um, just seeing how things have shifted in the last couple of weeks. I'm very, very excited and I plan on watching all WWE main roster programming on the day that it drops now, which I can't, I can't tell you the last time that I've, taking that kind of an approach sure it's been a while yeah it's crazy isn't it how your schedule changes now <laughs> <laughs> priorities all right let's go into uh count three. three and this one is booker t on cm punk's aew issues quote i'm not surprised and this is from wrestling head news headlines.com wrestling headlines.com okay Booker T on CM Punk's. Here it is. This is what it says. Booker T discussed the CM Punk Adam Page situation during the latest Hall of Fame podcast 
As previously reported, CM Punk took issues with Paige's promo in the final confrontation on Dynamite in May ahead of their double or nothing match. And this past Wednesday on Dynamite, Punk went off script and challenged Paige to a match right then and there. He also called him a coward for not coming out. Now, quote, I'm not surprised. I've I've been in the locker room with, with him, which is CM Punk. Everything that we're hearing in the news right now on social media, I'm not surprised one bit. I know the fans really love CM Punk. They got some kind of love affair with this guy. I've said it before that CM Punk has the ability to make fans feel a certain way about him, and those fans have followed him forever. It was on that eight-year ride, the eight-year hiatus, waiting on him and holding on to that rope that he will come back. Finally, he comes back, and now we see that it's not about wrestling. Let's just say that. It's not about wrestling at all. It's about being in the right situation. Quote, if Tony can let him have that, great. It's fine and dandy for CM Punk. But I'll tell you right now, there's a reason why we haven't seen MJF. He fall under the same umbrella as for as man to hell with that. I'm one of I'm one of the I'm one guy that doesn't have to take it. You know what I mean? End quote. Quote. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be a whole lot more of that. You know, my homie, my good friend, Goldie, put out a tweet. He said, people that don't want to be here, they should leave. I get it. I'm sure it's a lot of people talking like that now because it's not going to always be roses in a situation like this in the wrestling business. That's just the way it is, unfortunately. Quote, we're going to see how this thing plays out at the end of the day. But the one person who's going to have to really take the reins in this situation is Tony Khan because this gives a certain perception as for certain guys coming in with certain treatment and certain guys that's been there with certain treatment. There's, there's, that's where a riff is going to come in, just like it did with WCW. With all the WCW guys came in, guys got pissed off. Guys got hot because they wouldn't make a lot of money. I was one of them. And trust me, if they wouldn't have bumped my money up, I would have left WCW and I would have gone to WWE. I would have. I know I would have. They made me happy enough to stay, and that's what AEW is going to have to do with a lot of these guys right now. That's the position that they're in right now. You want you want it to be in that WCW position. You're in it. All right. Wow, a lot of stuff there. Uh that Booker T said, um, my opinion, guys, and, and one of, either one of you could jump in whenever you like um, in this. I would think as much as I'm sure we know what fans think of Vince McMahon, but I'm sure the talent as well have their thoughts on Vince McMahon. And I would say one thing that they probably – they probably have for Vince McMahon is the respect and the respect enough to know that, Hey, this is what we're presented to because this is the story we're sticking with. And this is what I'm going to go out there and do. I'm just wondering, you know, when you have someone who, who's doing like what, what CM Punk did is could one consider that there's just really a lack of respect for Tony. Why would you do anything why would you go on your own way when you know that's not where things are supposed to are ways that things are going? And now it starts to cause conflict in what you're trying to build in terms of story. And if there is that, if there is that disrespect, how does Tony then 
take control of that because I really honestly believe that if there was a John Cena or a Roman Reigns or even The Rock, I really do believe that if they would have went off on one of those shows just on an entirely different rift, despite the fact that Vince McMahon has respect and love for him, I bet they would hear they would have heard from Vince when they went back there in Gorilla. At some point, dude, you can't be doing that. I don't think Vince would just not say anything because how is that going to perceive what they're trying to build going forward? I'm sure Vince would be like, "What the, what the fuck was that?" That's not to you say he, about with resorts to, to to punk because because Vince already let him do it the one time when we got the infamous uh, uh, pipe bomb. I think I don't. I think the Vince, Vince but let that, him go right, but that but that was that was known. Not, this was not, sing- not a single word of that pipe bomb promo didn't pass through Vince. Right, McMahon's exactly. Yeah, That's yeah, my whole yeah, point. Yeah. So, so it was, but, it was an excellently delivered workshop yeah. promo. That's right. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just wondering: is it is it that lack of respect that is coming from? And yes, it does show some tor- some sort of 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 favoritism. You know. Why do you Why do you look like that? You don't think that there is when no, you if uh, if if, that, if Tony doesn't. Yeah, go ahead. I'm not dis- I'm, I'm not going to disagree with you. Yeah. With the favoritism thing, but I will say that if there's a job that needs to be done and there's a man with the right tool, that's the one you shoot to the moon. And CM Punk right now is the man with the right is the man with the right tool. Because I'm gonna be real with you, we just got done talking about all the changes WWE didn't done. WWE WWE is primed, ready to go. You see what I'm saying? The oil is grease. New tires on that motherfucker. We, they going through. AEW has to come with some heat. Why would you not go with Pop? Well, the reason why people but I don't like think- Pop, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on let, let, let me finish. I'm gonna let you jump in. The reason why I I appreciate what Book said is at the end of the day, he said that people Punk can say things to make people feel some kind of way. I'm a Punk dude. I like Punk, and the reason why I like Punk is because I like other dudes that's like Punk. People like oh I don't know an Eminem. I am whatever I say I am. If I wasn't, then why would I say I am? In the paper, the news, every day I am. That type of attitude. I don't give two shits to the wall. That's how CM Punk presents himself. That's his character. That's who he is. Even in his real life, right? I get long time ago in WWE tried to sell us on the straight edge thing, and I, that's part of his life. I dig that. But what I really bought into is that he is a rebel. He is that person that's gonna say what he wants to say, and that's controversy. Listen, I right? don't, I don't need, I don't need my any wrestler of any sort, my top star, my A list star, my B list, and definitely anything below that. But anyone going out talking about another wrestler, come out here and come do this and show up. Oh, and you a bitch for not doing that. When I'm trying to maybe build on my wrestler to be that top person in my company, and now you're making him look weak by calling him out. That is a problem. I'm sorry. I know that Punk is I able to that. do. I, I know that. Punk can do what he can do, but he wasn't told to do that. That's what I'm saying. There's but, a. But let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Okay, the difference between Vince McMahon and uh, uh, and Tony Khan, right? Is Vince McMahon will allow some shit, knowing that he'll get something back later on? Tony Khan is probably right now, and I can't speak for him one to one, but I know right now he's he knows what he's about to be up against. So he's like, let that shit fly, even if it was something he didn't co-sign. I could see Tony be like, all right, uh, what was the results on that? What? Okay. It was fire? All right. Well, well you know, let me go ahead and, and, and smooth it over. Yeah, with, but with what, is that, what is that message going to do when other talent begin to see that that is happening and they can't do anything like that? That now is beginning to show. You're, you should not, even if you haven't, I think people know where they, in terms of WWE, that Roman is the man. 
But that doesn't mean that you get thrown in your face that because he's the man, he can do whatever he want to do, but Cedric Alexander can't do what he want to do. We're presented that we all work for a company doing what we're told to be done. And within I, what we're I told agree. to be done, we make something out of that. But we don't but go. at the end of the day, Hangman ain't the one that, that's really selling out arenas. And, and there's nothing against, against Hangman. Hangman is an awesome competitor. I really do like him. But I'm going to be real with you. He ain't the number one stallion in the stable. Maybe he needs some more sprinklings or some seasoning, however y'all want to put it. Mm. But he's not the number one draw in that company. And again, I'm not for one saying that build your success off of stepping on people's necks. I ain't saying that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not advocating that. But I'm saying the difference between what you said, Vince McMahon and Tony Khan, mm -hmm. is Vince McMahon been there, done that, got the T-shirt back in the day, right? He knows what he's up against. He already got a strategic plan. Tony Khan's still trying to figure out his war room. He's already at his war table. He ain't even got everybody at the war table. And I'm not trying to incite war. I'm not, okay? Because I know Michael's going to come on the next week talking about war and go off on it. But I am saying is when you in the heat of competition, right? You got to come correct. And right now, the number one stable you got right now, and I hate to say I told you so, is CM Punk. Because right now when he dropped that fire, we all said it. That shit had us glued to the TV. Now, I'm not saying keep doing that week in, week out, and you stepping on people's necks. Because at some point, if we step on so many people's necks, maybe you need to start looking at your talent. Maybe you need to start to look, look looking at, am I developing my talent enough so we don't have to step on the neck? And we didn't even know. Was that, I mean, do we do we have a, a substantial evidence saying that this wasn't co-signed by, uh, by, by uh, Hangman? Maybe this is something for down the road, Hangman. This would actually look real good for Hangman. Come out whenever whenever him and Moxley are going at it and, and cause the match for CM Punk to lose. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I hear you. I hear you. Let me jump over Same to Sin City. Time. You've been listening to uh, us go back and forth here. <laughs> What's your take, man, uh, about this whole thing? I mean, you see what Booker is saying. You see what I'm saying. You see what uh, Simon Street. I mean, where do you fit in all this? I mean, you're the AW guy, man. Come on, get us straight right. here. <laughs> yeah, I, I know it's crazy, right? I, I was just I was just sitting back listening to you guys bicker and battle, and I was I was slightly entertained by it. Right. Um, but realistically, I mean, what I took away from this is that uh, I don't know if there's any heat between Booker and CM Punk, hmm. but it seems like as if there might be a little bit of uh, a little bit of animosity between hmm. at least from Booker towards CM Punk. Mm -hmm. um, but realistically, at the end of the day, I mean. Back in May, um, Adam Page cut a promo and uh, he mentioned a few things, um, essentially saying that no one, uh, you know, no one wanted CM Punk there. No one really wanted him to do anything. Um, and that it was uh, Page protecting AEW from, from CM Punk. Um, and then obviously... Dude, we when he cut that promo, I remember that a few people um, specifically wondered why he just kind of threw out these kind of heel mannerisms and and he went after CM Punk. Um, evidently, and you know, whatever. But there have been people that have reported that you know it ties back to the whole Colt Cabana thing, mm -hmm. and that. Uh, Page was standing up for his Dark Order teammate, Colt Cabana. Yeah. 
whatever. I mean, everybody wants to have the inside scoop. Everybody wants to know exactly what's going on. And the fact is, so many people are so absorbed with knowing every little detail of everything that's going on that they can't sit back and just enjoy this for what it is. The mere fact that it's got us talking about this means that it's newsworthy. Also, think about this. How long has kayfabe been dead? Decades, right? Yeah. At least 20 years. So the fact is, dude, if, if this is them blurring the line between storyline and not, if this is them doing a work shoot, dude, I am all for it. I yeah, think yeah. that, I think that there needs to be more of a willing suspension of disbelief when it comes to professional wrestling. Mm. Um, and yeah, if it feels real and it has just that little tiny twinge to it, like, I don't know if these, these two guys really have heat. That's when it gets more exciting because that means that you, and I'm saying the general, you mm -hmm. have bought into it. Mm -hmm. Once you have bought into this, pro this program, now we can really let the artistry fly. So again, I, I, I've said it all night. It's going to be a great time to be a professional wrestling fan. And I personally think that this is a work. I, I think so. that initially when that May promo dropped um, and the reports were that Punk had a production meeting and told, um, told everybody within AEW that he wasn't going to lose to Hangman, um, yeah, I, honestly, that wouldn't surprise me. Mm. But the fact is to, you know, rile people up again and to get everything going again, it's it's fun to watch happen. Let me just say this and, and uh, just right quickly. Uh, I'm sorry to, to cut in right there. Uh, but Booker T did mention, you know, you now end up having like an MJF situation. What do you do if you start to have some of the talents who's like, fuck that, you know what, I'm, I'm beginning to see this sort of separation or this, you know, what, whatever that's happening that that you begin to see, and now you have people that just kind of go away. Where is All Out? Yeah. It's in Chicago, right? It's in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Where is CM Punk from? Chicago. Okay. What kind of a reaction did MJF get when he cut his pipe bomb promo? A baby face reaction. Mm -hmm. Okay. How else are you going to turn him heel yep. other than to have him lay out CM Punk in his hometown of Chicago yeah. after he unifies the AEW World Championship? And you sell the fact leading up to the show by ha not having him appear on TV, not having his image or video anywhere in the signature so that mm -hmm. people actually wonder if he has been fired from the company mm -hmm. and you have him enter through the crowd like an outsider. Yeah. It's storyline. Okay. And, 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 and not even just that, let's be real with that match alone. <laughs> come on. If anybody can go toe to toe with pipe bombs, it's MJF. Oh yeah, completely. And let me tell you right now, I will butter up my popcorn, get my favorite type of drink on, and I'm gonna probably be watching these promos that will come from that when it comes to fruition over and over again because it's just gonna be no tomorrow. 
No, oh, without a doubt. And keep in mind that, you know, if, if they do that and the last thing that you see as all out fades to black is MJF standing over CM Punk hoisting the AEW world championship right there. You just sold your next pay-per-view. That's your yep. cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. You can build your TV around it. Yeah. Done. So I, I, I think that without a doubt, it's MJF will not show up until all out and lay out punk set up the, uh, the next pay-per-view match. Gotcha. And also too, Tony Khan, if you are watching this, anybody from AEW, you ain't already got that on the plan. You heard it first on Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting, specifically Sin City Steve. We'll take four tickets, please. <laughs> front row, front row, Chicago. <laughs> All right, guys, that is our three counts. Thank you for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. Even if you're not with us live, because we know that we come on pretty late. Uh, if we're if we're on right now, it's nine thirty five. That means it's twelve thirty five a.m. in the East Coast, and they should be sleep preparing for work in the morning, just like we're about to do when we get off here uh, after the Game of Thrones. That, that's right. That's right. Um, I, I you know I, I think Tony Khan's uh, advertisement of, of that uh, really got you set because you're making sure not to forget about the Game of Thrones. Uh, Man, I mean, tonight. Goes without saying, you know. But, um, but yes, what I was saying is, even if you can't come on live, we appreciate you downloading. We see the download numbers, and we thank you for downloading and for listening to us and uh, just being a fan. We do this for you, and we continue to do it because we love wrestling, and we sure you do too as well. So, um, with that, um, that's that's what I gotta say. And Matt Michaels should be back again next week, and we'll, we'll do it all over again. But. Simon Street, what would you like to tell the people out there for the week? Uh, real quick, shout out to Roddy Roddy Piper or Roddy Piper that was on the, uh, the, the chimed in on the chat. Said <laughs> AEW uh, backstage need to get their shit together. Thank you for coming back from the dead to let us know that. <laughs> I think I, I think they know that too. <laughs> uh, but also too, real talk, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in and taking the time to really hang out. So I'm not gonna go too deep in that because you know Impact got that that nice. Storm and that's why the ladies at 1250 listen to the Vegas Bad Boys podcast because they're listening for him. Oh, wait God. and stay tuned for that uh, OnlyFans that's coming out. Oh, He's still God. waiting to get permission from his wife. Besides the point, guys, thank you so much. Try to be kind to one another in a uh, unsettling, crazy, chaotic world. Uh, try to find ways to uplift yourself and uplift others. And remember, when we all want a piece of the pie, it's better when we all get a slice. All right. Good stuff there. Uh, Sin City Steve. Thank you guys for liking, sharing, subscribing, hanging out with us, doing all the stuff that you guys do. We genuinely appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you. Special shout out to all the brave men and women serving this country, whether you're on lands foreign or domestic. Thank you for doing what you do so that we can do what we love to do. And last but not least, repsports.com, R-E-P-P-Sports.com. Go there for all your pre-workout, weight loss, and general energy needs. Again, that's repsports.com. Use promo code Vegas at checkout and save yourself 15%. Perfect. Energy juice. (laughs) Energy juice. That's right. All right, y'all. Thank you so much. And um, I guess happy wrestling to all of you. Take care. Peace. Biggest bad boys of podcasting.